Hello, you are watching a live Kerfeffy break on Deprogrammed <laughs> with Carrie Smith. What are you laughing about? <laughs> I thought like you like you said, we'll bring you in in just a second after the video. I didn't know. Oh, but you're already there. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. Like, I didn't know I was jumping right in the deep end. So <laughs> sorry, I have no, no, I, no, I still have tech problems. <laughs> not very professional. Yeah. Look, I'm not very professional yet. But the other day I said, welcome to Deprogram on Carrie Smith. Hey! <laughs> Easy now. So, wow, that's one way to build an audience, I guess. <laughs> I mean, I'd, I'd go through watching. option A, B, and C, and D first, but if you want to jump straight to E, you go for it. <laughs> that's valid. There you go. This is that's what this happens. Is a new channel. Please hit like and subscribe. If the algorithm brought you here. Uh, it's new. It's only been around a couple months. So welcome. I'm doing a live show today with my guests who are already here at the beginning. Drunk 3PO. <laughs> Hello. And he'll, hi. And Hill versus Babyface, otherwise known as As. Hello, sir. Hello. Um, I just wanted to say to you, uh, Pirate Tomsky, who's producing today, wanted to do this uh, surprise for you. And we didn't finish it. Although if he does it, I'll send it to you privately. Oh, lovely. He just to tell you congratulations because you just hit your 10 year birthday on YouTube. I know it's insane, isn't it? It's crazy. I mean, I, I remember the day one so vividly. Day seven, no idea. Day 265, mm. no idea. Day 3459, haven't a clue. But day one, I actually remember very vividly the process, the recording of the video. I remember and recall how specific I was trying to be when I spoke because it was the first time I remember uploading because it took for ages because I had really terrible internet at the time. And then I remember just thinking, right, let's come back tomorrow and we'll be a YouTube <laughs> sensation. <laughs> 36 views later. Oh, this might be tougher than I thought. So different though, right? No thumbnail, no nope. tags. No. Nope. Did they have a description or was it just no a class? Title? Yeah. Oh, I don't think there's probably even a description. I, I think... didn't know what I was doing. I thought yeah. I knew what I was doing. I well, I thought this is how things were. I, I didn't know about any of this business. I didn't know anything about thumbnails and tags and algorithms. I just thought you went, I want to talk about this. And then stuff happened. Magic happened. A wizard Were you nervous? A wand. Were you nervous that first video? <sighs> no, because I'm just a gobshite. What's a gobshite? I ju I'm just a big mouth, oh. you know. <laughs> um, I just like I like. I'm enthusiastic about what I want to talk about, and I like what I want to talk about. And I, I I do believe in myself, even if I'm terrible then I still believe in myself because if somebody says, hey, you're terrible, I'll go, why? And then they'll <laughs> tell me why. And I'll be like, okay, right, all right, I'll change, I'll change that then. Um, but but I, I, I bet on myself to hopefully evolve uh, throughout the process. So even if it's absolutely awful and it was for a while, kind of hoping that I'll hit my stride one day, you know, we'll we'll get to a point where things just feel right how did the uh, years <laughs> how did the ad revenue work back then you didn't have to have oh i it just got, was instant, I, had a, right? I had a big 
big wad of money. It was called my life savings. Uh, <laughs> and that's I mean, what like, I lived they... off for like a yeah. year and a half until that went dry. But no, when I started YouTube, I... um. No, I mean okay, like for that okay. first video at like like you didn't well, have they didn't need that thousand four thousand hours or anything. It was just like it went right into uh, yeah, monetization, right? Is that how it worked? You had to hit a cap. I think it was thirty okay. pounds, which I think roughly at the time was around sixty dollars. Um, but I thought, oh, I'm going to do this YouTube gig, and then when Diablo three comes out. I'm just going to play Diablo 3 and make money on the real money auction house, which they were going to introduce. And then that that never... Well, and then the real money auction house came out and, and it, everyone just complained until they eventually took it away. So I was like, okay, that idea is down this morning. Um, but no, I I, uh, I started it with some life savings. You know, I had my life savings. I had like, you know, money that I put aside. Not a huge amount. It wasn't huge. I only had like... 10 10 12,000 pounds but i was like right this 10 to 12,000 pounds has got to last me until i can be you know i can sustain myself on youtube mm. and i i honestly thought it was going to be when i say easier i thought you know youtube would just spread your video around and because i was talking about a certain topic that which in this case was world of warcraft that lots of people were interested in that it would just immediately sort of get the ball rolling. And it did, you know, it didn't. It was like 30, like I said, 36, 34 views in the first uh, day, first hour, no, first day. And I was kind of like, oh dear, okay, this has got to be something to be worked at. And um, it took six months to get to a thousand subscribers. Well, and I think it took four or five months before I got my first pay mm. which was about 36 quid as well um after a year and i was living because <laughs> i i had left a semi you know a decently paid job well decently because you got commission and i used to do pretty well at my job so i got okay commission uh so i was in this like nice little like town flat in in the middle of town center of this town so that was quite, that was like relatively expensive to live, you know, to live in. So I'm burning through just a thousand pounds a month on bills. Never mind food, never mind equipment for work or anything like that. So I was, you know, getting nervous and I was ending up having to flog my collectibles to keep going. Because I believed Ooh. in myself. I did believe in yeah. myself. Yeah. I thought, you know, even though it's not taking off yet. You know, I am getting subscribers and and um you and you're know, having fun. Good yeah, and I'm I'm loving it. I'm 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 thinking, God, I re I really want to make this work because I really enjoy doing this. You know, mm. I could really see myself doing this if you know. And um, it got to the point where I couldn't sustain living in this this flat. So my um my fr one of my good friends, they said, hey, they said, look come live with me go and live in my attic which is this house which i now rent the whole house uh and he said come live in my attic he said you don't have to pay me rent to start with this is the rent that you'll pay and he told me the rent they pay and he said 
and I'll keep adding it up as every month, but you don't have to pay me yet. Start paying me when you earn money. So I was like, okay. And he's like, and then we've got good internet here, so now you can start streaming. So I was like, okay. Because I couldn't stream at my other place. So I started streaming, and then I started making... I know this sounds ridiculous, but I literally just made a few hundred pounds a month. Like three to four hundred pounds a month which is uh about 750 dollars tops and uh so i was able to to start paying rent paying back rent to catch up so it took me six months when i was living there of no paying rent to get to a point where i could start to pay rent so i started to pay the rent back the extra rent back as well as the rent put food on my table and that was okay for me yeah, because my my the the guy was he said I'll pay for all the bills I'll pay for the gas bill you know electricity bill you you get yourself you get yourself set up and then um you know so just time kind of got went on a bit and just found myself with a I, I can remember one day because I, I once I I had this lovely comic collection once lost lost it all lost it all because I was an absolute fool degenerate gambler at one point in my life when I was a kid when I was young lost it all and uh i just remember one day thinking oh i've got a just a little bit of disposable income left and i just fancy buying a few of those comics that i used to have mm. you know back in that day so i i started just to buy these few comics and i could buy a few more comics and before you knew it i started to by the way tell me to shut up if i'm boring <laughs> <you>. <laughs> no yeah, I love these stories. I was just, I, I I was just, stories. I I was just thinking that your friend, like, we need to get back to more of uh, that kind of community sort of outlook of your friend who's like, you know, come live in my attic, pay me when you can. That's it's very rare. My yeah, housemate, we, yeah, we, we have a good, like, she moved here and lived with me a few months last year from California during the lockdowns because, because she couldn't work there she's a, a bodybuilder and, and uh, fitness trainer and all the gyms were closed. And then she went back to California because they told her that, well, they said at one point Newsom was like, we're going to open the state up. And then she went back there and then they closed it down again. <laughs> so anyway, now she lives with me and we have a, it's, it's kind of like, there's, we don't, we don't believe in the barber system like the way we used to. Like she, she will train me. Uh, when she was working at the farmer's market for a while, she'd, she'd bring home vegetables for the whole household. It's like, it doesn't have to be sort of like, I'm going to take on a border. Like we could, you can live with friends and have different kinds of um, uh, trade or things that you're giving in exchange. I, I think that's great. And your friend gave you that space to do that until you could yeah. afford something. And um, well, he was a good friend. And you, I... and you make your own family. That's kind of like a family member. Yeah, this is the same guy that when I, like, six years into, five, five and a half years, six years into my YouTube life, and I'd sort of packed in doing World of Warcraft stuff, and I'd, in actual fact, I was I was on a different channel. I'd created a different channel. I was creating content there. barely getting by. And it was getting to the point where I was just like, okay, if things haven't picked up by January and it was October, I said, I'm... Um, it's time to just pack it in and get back to a proper job. Well, I say proper job, you know, nine to five. What people class as a proper job? YouTube's not a proper job. Okay. Under whatever. their fluorescent light. Yeah. And um, 
this you know this is the same guy also that uh when blizzard announced like world of warcraft classic and that was uh, uh, an in way to get back to my old channel and he called us up and he was like hey you need to do a video on your old channel about this and i was just like nah it's not what i do anymore it's not what i'm interested in and he was just like you're a fucking idiot <laughs> It's just like you just you're a fucking idiot. You've got too much pride. You just do it. And uh I was like, ah, oh, whatever. And then um went to bed, woke up the next day, I was like, fine. Let's do this video. And it and it did really well and that sort of rekindled a lot for me. So this is you know, I got some good friends. You know, this is what we say yeah. to each other, this is how we do to my like a few years ago, my friend split with his missus. Uh had nowhere to go. So it's just like, come here. Because you know? it's your family. Yeah. Come here, stay with me. And then he came, stayed for a while. Uh, didn't have to pay rent. Um, then he got himself like together, looked for a house, got himself a house, moved into his house. Yeah. That's what you do. That's, that's awesome. Do. Yeah. Community. Well, yeah. Gary doesn't like that word. Fellowship. <laughs> Fellowship, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's friendship. It's it's it's, it's yeah. friendship. Brotherhood, it's friendship. It's um you know, these are friends that like I remember on my, my friend's 30th birthday, he's a bit younger than me. On my friend's 30th birthday, he just turns me and just like, you know, we're we're friends for life. I was like, I know. It's true. My uh my husband his favorite movie is Young Guns. Have you guys seen that mm. movie? Oh yes. Balthazar and, Getty and all that kind of jazz. Uh well, wait, who did what name did you say? Balthazar Getty. I don't know who that is, but oh, Emilio is Estevez it. is in it. <laughs> and Charlie Sheen and Charlie anyway, yeah. Keeper Sutherland. But he was sort of saying that uh it, I guess this goes to the point of thinking about fellowship and stuff which i've been thinking about lately in friendship and he was like you know when you're especially in the culture we live in now if you're on the outside of the mainstream culture he's like you're a cultural outlaw and so you have this bond this brotherhood this code of conduct with everyone who's a cultural outlaw because you're you're on the outside already and i like that i was like oh i know i know it's people call it the fellowship or have i was like i was thinking of like it's it is. I like the I like the young guns analogy. You're a bunch a, of bandits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bunch I don't know. Bandits. I don't know which That's one. That's more American think. than anything. Like, you know, gun blazing. Yeah. Burn don't care food. about the law. Gonna tell it like it is. Yeah. I fought so, the law on the law one. <laughs> so you guys, we can talk about whatever you want to talk about that's been in the news. There's only really two things I've been looking at. One of them is, um, uh, oh, before I do that, one quick story. I already told Chrissy this and Ryan, um, but at my gym, there's a trainer there who I've, I've seen him for like a year, but we've never, we've never really spoken until the last time I was there. He came up to me and he's like, are you Carrie Smith? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and then he said, I watch you on Friday Night Tides and he starts yeah. naming all the guys and he's oh. like a big fan. He's probably watching right now. Hello, Sonora Baptiste. He was so excited. Anyway, I just thought what a cool small world thing that is. Cause I'm, my mm. town isn't that big and this little gym, you know, to run into someone who's watches the show all the time. And I, that was pretty cool. I was so. in Savannah, Georgia in this small little town in a place called the wormhole where Chrissy was performing 
And I just happened to be there because Nine Line Apparel's warehouse is like 10 minutes from that place. So I was there uh, doing something for them. And I was like, oh, man, you're in town. Let's go see it. And she went up and she's like, how many people are here because of Friday Night Tights? 50% of the people. Wow. In the middle, I'm like, that's that's pretty cool. You know, so it's like and, and some of them had the, the shirts on. There's like that black shirt with everyone's face. They had those shirts on. So I was like, that was it's pretty awesome to see the reach. Um, and then it was just uh, um, CNN can't even get 10,000 yes. views. Like, and so it's like Friday Night Tights gets more viewers than, than the I CNN saw that. Oh, That's pretty cool. That's pretty so cool. So for anybody that doesn't know, can you explain that? I, it was a, something that came across my feed also. It was about the CNN app, right? Yeah. Yeah. CNN, so Plus. CNN Plus. And I guess uh, one of the one of the old Fo- uh, Fox News broadcasters went over there to try to 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 build it up and make it some big thing. And Chris Wallace, I think it was. And and he started crying that he can't even get 10,000 viewers on <laughs> on that. And, you know, during his and he does. a, I think it's a weekly show. So it's like I don't think it's every day. I think it's once a week and he can't even get. So he's like. They're not advertising it correctly and they're not doing this. And we can't, it's like, no, it's because we don't trust you guys anymore. We don't yeah. we don't care what you have to say anymore. You're not fun. Uh, you keep pointing down at us, telling us what we should do. Uh, and it's just, we we just we don't want to watch. Yeah, and it's not like watch. they don't have promotion. I mean, here on YouTube, you know, it's very different than it was 10 years ago. It's very different than it was two years ago. I can't even, if I'm looking for a clip these days, it's like you have to weed through all their authoritative sources like CNN to even find mm. what you're looking for because they're pushing all that mainstream stuff on you. So they have the help. It's just no one wants to see it. Well, DuckDuckGo, <laughs> didn't they announce that uh, they are removing all independent news sources? And uh, only pushing mainstream media news sources, so they're actually wow. going to get rid. So that is as as biased as you can possibly get. Um, but that's that's the way. So it is rather funny when you have all these different, you know, yeah, well, you know, particularly when you got stuff like Google and one, you know, billion dollar companies and CNN and stuff like that wanting to, you know. We're gonna control the narrative, and we're gonna push people to this. And it's like a bunch of shitty assholes on a Friday night get together, and we get thirteen thousand people watching it. <laughs> yeah, it's more than CNN, That's you know, hilarious. can can do. And it's just okay. It's all it's awesome what you guys are doing over there. Well, and it's funny. <laughs> it's like entertaining. Like who knows what's going to happen on Friday night tie? So everybody turns in. So. It's just fun hanging out. Well, so speaking of billionaires, one of the things I did want to talk about today, of course, because everyone's talking about it, is Elon Musk trying to buy Twitter. Pirate, can you pull up one of those tweets? Um, for anybody who's not on Twitter, you may not have seen the spiral, the outright spiral. But there are a lot of people, um, I would say, using hyperbolic language, <laughs> getting a little hysterical <laughs> about this possibility. And if you're just listening to this episode, not watching, this is a comparison. I think this one was from Defiant L's and it's two different headlines from Business Insider side by side. One is from 2013 and it says, billionaire Jeff Bezos, Washington Post by marks a fascinating cultural transition in America. Oh, 
And then the next headline is, is from yesterday. It says, Elon Musk's attempt to buy Twitter represents a chilling new threat. <laughs> billionaire, <laughs> billionaire trolls taking over social media. What, what I find fascinating are the blue check marks saying, if he buys Twitter, it will start World War III and end yeah. democracy around the world. You're like, what? what? Yeah, I really hope, I really hope with everything in me it, that he gets it. And then he goes, I think you all need a break from Twitter for a week and just turns it off for five days and watch these people just freak well, out and then turn it back on and go, we're back, everyone. You know how he does, how he trolls every it's it's hilarious. So mm. I think yeah. you should just buy it and just shut it down. But for good. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't want it because there's his business money. He's good, he wants to make money off this and he can he can see opportunities. But uh no, the the hyperbolic language that you it's 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 hilarious because if you're yeah. just a regular person, you're a normal Joe in life, and somebody oh, if this billionaire buys Twitter, it's the it's world. No, your your world is Twitter. Yeah, this is your world. You wake up, you get onto Twitter immediately, you tweet, you tweet, you tweet all day, and then you go to bed, and you probably wake up to go for a piece. 16 times during the night because you're weak blooded and then it's every time you hand. do wake up you check twitter you know it's everything yeah. to you it's it's yeah. not real life it's fake it's phony it's not a real person you know somebody's typing but you talk to what who's it some bitch from um some media source said if I'm walking down the street and I don't see you wearing a mask, I'm gonna bitch slap you. Oh, <laughs> I saw that. And I was just, I was just like, dude, you would break your hand on my jaw. You know, you are that, you are that wet. And then, and if you tried oh. to do that to a regular person, they would literally smash your teeth down your throat. He was such a fay man, and he's a writer for SNL. I saw that tweet. <laughs> yes, and that's the SNL writer. Yes. I will bitch let me. It's like not in Texas, you won't. Do you know how many people are packing here? Are you crazy? <laughs> yeah, like... just try it. You know, it's it's but it was funny because it's this uh do what I want attitude. And and everyone's you know, pretty much everyone's got a do what I want attitude on Twitter, particularly when they got blue check marks. Uh but we saw so many people like melting down. Now, people like pleading to the CEO of Twitter guy. This is a this is an attack on the democracy, human yeah. democracy, and you just like, dude, you are you're insane. Yeah, you are, you know the amount of copium that you must be huffing right now is crazy. Look at this guy. This is a uh, I forget who this guy is. He's a blue check mark. Anod Gilbert Gerbosch. Uh, <laughs> he says Elon Musk. Elon Musk is why to abolish billionaires. Asking them to chip in their fair share isn't enough. Regulating them isn't enough. When people are allowed to acquire this much concentrated influence, they will inevitably manspread economic power <laughs> <laughs> into every other what form of power. What does that mean? As, don't you be manspreading your economic power all over everyone. Don't you be doing that, ass. Stop I'm manspreading man it right now. <laughs> My legs are akimbo as far as they'll go. I don't know how much economic power to give it off. Nobody's man. giving me any money for it. No, nobody. No. Nobody. 
Why again Man though the, <laughs> the hypocrisy because they don't talk like this when Jeff Bezos is buying publications like the Washington Post. They don't talk like this about Bill Gates. They're doing it on a platform that is that is actively censoring (laughs) voices that go against their narrative. Do you think they talk this way to their friends in real life? (laughs) Yeah, I hope so. (laughs) I hope so. Do they just try to uh, outmaneuver the wording uh, when they sit around and and have some coffee with each other to say? No, uh, their friends in real life are Twitter. That's their friends in real life. Yes. So this this. I mean, this makes no sense. This is the this is the ramblings of a lunatic. Yeah, an absolute lunatic. Uh, you want to abolish li- billionaires, but you, I bet you're absolutely okay with the billionaires who are running uh, media conglomer- conglomerates that you agree with. Yes, uh, who are running uh, think like well, Jeff Bezos, of course, yeah. who are buying and getting involved in the politics that you believe in. No, I think Bezos is a little bit more open-minded myself. But they, they don't have any problem with that. You don't, you've got, you won't have any problem with that at all. If you were a billionaire, you would have no problem. You wouldn't exactly. want to be regulated. But as look, uh, look at all these avatar pics. They're all black and white, professionally done. What's the last one in black and white? <laughs> okay, too, right. right. That, is yeah, a, yeah. that is a 100% sex offender. Who? This guy? This guy. Look at him. <laughs> Allegedly. This, no. Al- no. <laughs> Fact. Come at me. <laughs> he works for for some. Is it uh, what's it called? Salon. Uh, salon. Exactly. Yeah. There you go. Proof. I need to get um, an avatar like that. Someone take my photo and. This is the copium guy. This is the guy that I I laughed at. I just literally laughed at I him. I saw and, you laughing at him, Matthew. But it's the uh, was I was simplification, <laughs> so I deleted that. <laughs> I stand by the oh, underlying okay. sentiment. Okay, you... <laughs> Elon Musk. I can't do it as good as ass. I stand by the underlying <laughs> statement <laughs> sentiment. Even Elon Musk's attempt to take over Twitter is a threat to the free world. <laughs> I care about freedom and also factual precision. That's why I write for Salon. You need to have a book in your hand when you're doing that, as like, and just, yeah, I know. Like you're in I got some cat treats. I open up the cat treats like this. <laughs> uh, if you're reading this right now, the world needs to know that you are stronger, smarter, and more tenacious than Elon Musk. He thinks he can beat you. The free world needs to know that he is wrong. <laughs> Yours truly. A lifelong, a long, verified <laughs> Twitter user. <laughs> lifelong, long, verified. <laughs> lifelong. Like the guy's yeah. got 3,000 followers. Really? And I've, That's it? I've got eight and a half, and I'm on my second account because the first one with 25 got banned. Yeah. yeah I'm in the same you. boat. I've, you yeah, too. I'm on my second account, and the first yeah. one was banned. Yeah. Nah. Yeah, I bet this guy's Thrones quote. I bet this I guy's never been banned. Gina Carano music. I yeah. probably mm. not. So this this over the top though, like you said, Jay, it's just like the can we can you scroll down just a democracy? Little bit. <laughs> what else does he say? Look that bigger if you can, pirate. That was the OG tweet. That was the OG. Look at that one like. What was that? Him? 
the world needs to know that you are stronger, <laughs> smarter, and more tenacious than Elon faster, Musk. Stronger, longer, faster. <laughs> he thinks he can beat you. The free world needs to know that he's wrong. <laughs> Go down further. Gosh. He did like a tweet thread. Oh, no, that's it. Right. If Elon doesn't come into the office on day one in a Nazi outfit, then he's not trolling hard <laughs> enough. Okay? Send him my Canadian bear outfit. He can wear that. Look what he's wearing! Look what he's wearing! It's Darth a, Vader. It's an open seat. Oh, Darth Vader would be great. Well, he comes in as the Emperor, just goes out again. <laughs> <laughs> what are we up to today? Oh, fucking hell. Oh, it's so it's so over the top. So they did this when in the 2016 U.S. election, and I kind of fell for this stuff back then. You know, I was still in my old belief system, and I didn't fall as hard as some people, but I definitely it worked on me. I mean, I really thought when Trump won, I called him a demagogue. Uh, I was one of those people crying the night he won. Oh Yeah. And and I, I know I understand. As long as you weren't screaming on the streets, <laughs> I yeah, wasn't okay. screaming on the streets. But they this would have been a lot of thumbnails. People. Yeah, it scares people. It like it puts people in this weird. Um, if if this is all they're reading and they're taking this stuff seriously, and I know we can laugh at it because we're on the outside of it, but when you're in it, uh, a lot of people I know in this world who who are plugged into the the cathedral, the mainstream media stuff, still the, the 10,000 people who are watching CNN, they're on, they're on <laughs> Facebook all the time talking about their anxiety and depression and what meds are you on? And I can't sleep at night. And it's just sort of Try getting off the internet. Yeah. Never yeah. yeah. thought about that. Yeah. yeah. I don't, I, I actually don't, when I say I don't care, I fuck them. The, this is this is a problem of their own making. This is a excuse my French, by the way. Big bad. But uh, this is a problem of their own design, their own making. It's their choices and it's their bad choices. Uh, and these aren't people who are vulnerable and uh, naive. These are these are act, people who have been actively out to counsel people, to censor people. I mean, this guy's talking about free speech by censoring somebody. Yeah, you know yeah. the guy before. Show the free world that you can by censoring, you know, by by shutting somebody down. No, if it, if you so believe, if you believe so much in a in a free world, then you should be open to this and embracing this and being like, okay, well, it's a free world, you know. Yeah. So uh, Elon Musk is more than within his rights to 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 make an active push for this. Uh, but no, uh, Twitter is just such a partisan uh, hotbed for these people to fester. They deserve each other. They absolutely deserve each other. There's no sympathy here. And we're all adults. We all make our own decisions. And we make, you know, we make good decisions. We make bad decisions. We err to err as human. But these people live here. Yeah. Can I point out that this is another black and white avatar? Yeah. (laughs) That's weird, isn't it? It's another one. Uh, they must have sent out a memo, but it's true. Twitter is actually, uh, Ryan was talking about this on Tuesday, that it's it's just designed for fighting Yes. Uh, the way it's set up because you can quote tweet them and then you get your supporters to go after the quote tweet that, you, you know, it's, it, it's so it's designed for that uh, harsh, you know, interaction. So a lot of these, a lot of these uh, people feel like they, they can win a fight, you know, because uh, they, they go on Twitter and, and go after whoever. 
but yeah. it seems like someone like Musk comes along and it's like, well, you might not be able to win this one. What am I going to do? <laughs> so let's just throw stuff out like this guy, uh, the end of the world. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, read this one in your um, in your fun voice. <laughs> oh, uh, let's have a look at this guy's face. <laughs> okay, this guy sounds a little bit like this. I think Elon Musk trying to buy Twitter is the end of the world, basically. He'll amplify every extremist white ring Nazi he can find. Uh, tweet was deleted, by the way, after he realized how dumb really? he looked. Yeah, well, um, end of the world. And <laughs> <laughs> please, please present it, it, your case, O Blue OBE, OBE. <laughs> What's OBE? That's mean? a bloody award that the Queen's given him. Wow. Okay, this wow. guy. Yeah, he works for some opera or something. I looked at his profile. He's a opera. blue mark. Oh, okay. He's one of them. <laughs> he this by the speaking of Gina Carano, Jay, because you you got banned from Twitter for some yeah. kind of Gina Carano joke using some music. Um, she was basically canceled and her her career at Disney ruined because of much less than this than what he's saying. She, she like, it, what she less. got canceled for wasn't even on Twitter; it was on Instagram. Mm. So they 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 just re they just took what she posted on a Instagram uh, story, which lasts about twenty hours, and then put it all over Twitter, and then that's where they that's where they took it. So. But yeah, she believe me, she's having a nice chuckle right now. Probably <laughs> yeah. All of this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she's having a nice chuckle. So uh, you know, it, it's like these people just uh they just dig themselves in a hole. But now that I'm learning now, it's the black and white avatar with the blue check mark seems to be a trend here. Yeah. Um that's who we look look forward to. And they're you know. and they're very proud of the fact of their status, right? Like their credentials. Like that guy that said, "Lifetime Twitter user, long time verified user." Oh, they love <laughs> their blue check mark. They love their blue check yeah. mark. Yeah, I, I have. I, uh, sorry, go 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 on. No, I just I kind of don't ever want to get one, just because now I associate. I shouldn't, but now I have a prejudice against them. <laughs> So like I don't know, get the verified thing. Well, Elon you know? said if he if he brings in a premium, like Twitter Premium, Everybody. then anyone <laughs> anyone who signs up to like Twitter Premium, uh, they deserve to have a blue check mark. So you could literally pay troll to do that. But I have seen the error of my ways, and I have now decided to change my avatar black and white. Oh man! <laughs> Look at that! So I, I need now one. The black and white heel versus babyface. So. I need one. There black we go. Black and white. Glorious. This is now. Business. I'm going to change my Twitter to be this. All serious, all the time. Someone send me one. I'll put it up too. That's glorious. Do you guys mind if I read a few of these super chats? Oh, uh, so I don't get behind pirate. Can you put some of these up? We'll just. Well, I'll. Yeah, you go. Carrie loved you at Content House. Hail! Oh, thanks, thanks, Paul. That was a crazy fun time. I got to hang out with uh, Chrissy and some comedians and other people I hadn't met before. Chrissy's uh, Matt, freaking awesome. So I yeah. love her. And she brings good people together. And yeah. we went roller skating. It was fun. Uh, Matt Deckard. 
Thank you, Matt. The hat guy says, as a story is a beautiful capitalist tale of perseverance and tenacity and friendship, totally against the agenda. This is why we need to shut YouTube down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Matt. It is a wonderful capitalist story. Yeah. Matthew Hammond. Thank you, Matthew. He says, do you think Western civilization lost its fellowship mindset with the death of Western film? Um, well, I don't think so, because I think it went into fantasy, you know, obviously Lord of the Rings, great uh, fellowship, great uh, fraternity, bonding, um, when you could actually have friendships uh, with people of the same sex and it wasn't construed as anything other than a friendship and a bond. You know, I've got a, I just spoke earlier about, you know, my friends, uh, one that who helped me and one that I helped. Just that's what we do because that's our bond together. You know, we'll argue, we'll shout at each other, we'll agree, we'll disagree, we'll laugh, we'll, you know, we'll do all these things. But that's, that's the bond that we have. Nowadays, there's this, particularly when you get onto leftist media, there's this weird, you're either, enemies or you're sleeping together there's no like middle ground or or anything like that whatsoever and i think this is something which is coming in more social media and more uh recent times than that because there's plenty of bonding with buddy cops stories and you know look at beverly hills cop you look at lethal weapons and stuff like that die hard you know they've all got you know males bonding with each other people bonding with each other but uh, yeah, this this weird leftist agenda that's so designed just to be sexual for some reason. You know, they don't understand camaraderie. They don't understand brotherhood. They don't understand friendship. Uh, they just don't understand that. Maybe because they're loveless. I don't know. But uh, no, I, I I agree. I also think the education system had a big part in a lot of this because they you know telling people not to associate with family members that vote a certain way yeah or who you know isolate yourself from family members that refuse to wear a mask or something like that it's just like this just constant preaching um how you know how you can change the world by not ever seeing your family again <laughs> you know and yes. things like that like just just uh isolate yourself and find a bunch of people that believe what you believe and create your own community kind of like what they tried to do in seattle uh in that no Chop. government zone yes. yeah in that no government zone over there and that turned out really well people were killed i mean there you go um so it's they have it's, the highest death rate per capita in the world yeah, it's it's uh it, it and, and they wonder why it doesn't work so it's sort of like it's also been tried in jonestown and waco and a couple of yeah okay. uh, that turned out really <laughs> well couple, yeah. uh, a couple of cults kool-aid everyone uh i just frank frank pellegrino is here the filing cabinet frank is a freaking amazing guy <laughs> the filing cabinet, yeah speaking of what is he what a stand-up guy i got to hang out with him at the content house chrissy has a a truly amazing fella. And anyway, he says, great chat. What's up, Az and Carrie? Shout out to Jay, the only guy allowed to enter Chrissy's wormhole. <laughs> it's a bar <laughs> in Georgia. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. No rumors here. <laughs> and everyone was there to talk Friday night tights. Like one person knew who I was. And that's only because Chrissy pointed me out in the show. And I thought she was going to roast me because if you ever been to Chrissy's show, 
If you're in the front row, you're you're done. You better have your big boy pants on because she doesn't hold back. And she was just like, boom, 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 boom. And I'm like, oh, my God, she's coming to me. And she's like, this is for Jay, everyone. Hey. And I'm like, hey. (laughs) You're waiting. I was so happy. I was like, thank you for, like, being kind. So she was great. They love you too. Listen, when I was there too, they brought up as how was have you ever hung out with as like never have? Have you hung out with this one? I said I haven't. So then they're like, okay, we're done with you. Uh, let's go to <laughs> let's go somewhere else. So, as, do you think you'll get to travel anytime soon? Uh I don't think short term. I don't think. Uh, but future wise, we'll see. Uh, we'll see, gonna, we'll see I'm supposed to be in. This is uh, my my. Uh, it's probably it. Never mind. I'm I'm gonna show how stupid I am. I'm a I'm a typical American with geography. I'm pretty terrible, but I'm going to be in Europe supposedly this fall. My husband's got some shows in Switzerland, and I know we're going to Germany afterwards, mm. and maybe Italy. But I don't nice. think we're gonna swing the UK. But that would be nice if we could. I'll wave. I just wave down. I'll wave up. Yeah. <laughs> if you if you fly over. The nice places, Italy, Italy, Switzerland. Did you say Switzerland? Yeah, I've never been to Switzerland or Germany. So, I mean, he's hey, he's Martino Simone's Swiss. Hook up with Martino Simone. Martino Simone. Yeah, okay. good man, really good man. He'll sort you out. Cool. When you're in Switzerland. Uh, Ian, so far. He's into our streams a lot. He's what? He comes into the streams a lot. Oh, I gotta look him up. I never heard of him. Yeah. Ian Sofor says, just manspreading a super chat into the feed. Don't mind me. <laughs> Putting your toxic masculinity in here. Test site. Thanks, test site. Says one thing that still concerns me. <laughs> still, I see you as. In regards to social media is that they have a monopoly on topics. Freedom of con- <laughs> conversation, for example. Overnight, it was gone. Out of conversation. How many important stories aren't in topic? Yeah, of course. I mean, look at what we end up talking about. Even on this show, it's like we talk about what's in the news and whatever's they don't put in there. I mean, they wasn't there just a shooting, a mass shooting that they've just dropped down the memory hole. And there's certain things that it's like eh, mm. we'll never talk about that again. The guy that ran over the Christmas parade, gone out of yep. the news. You know, the, the other thing is, is too is uh, like good news stories get zero traction. Nobody. Uh, really, no. People should good news at least isn't news, as the media would say. Yeah, they people should yeah. balance themselves out and like find a really ha- like Nina Infinity does a I great job Nina. on her channel when she does like good news stories. Um, so it's like that. It's it's nice to have a balance. Like just so you know, the world is so bad. <laughs> There's like some yeah. good people doing great things around the world. Um, so you should just be informed on that. They're not not terrible, but yeah, it's like mostly the negative stuff. Uh, it yeah. gets a lot of traction. There should be a good news network. Will Ragamuffin, hey lady, says we need She's more awesome. man spreading. She's hilarious. She's freedom. She is. Uh, the Front Porch Conservative. I love all the hats today. Nice hat, sir. Says as that Churchill on Twitter impression voice you just used is hysterical. Love all three of you. Happy Easter. Happy, Happy Easter. Easter. That's my lovey voice. I love doing the lovey voice. Darian. The, th- the thespian. Do you want to read this one in your voice? <laughs> oh, I could. Yesterday on his stream, Jay said, "Geez, Louise, butter, 
and peas. I almost fell out of my chair. John Trippio is hilarious. Thank you. That even made it better. <laughs> thank Jeez you, Louise. thank you. Butter and peas. That sounds like shocked. cockney. Something happened and it just kind of vomited out of my mouth. So, <laughs> butter and peas, good though. Yeah, butter and peas. It sounds like Cockney, right? Cheese, butter, butter, butter and peas. Knees. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Up, oh, just fell over and broke me. Butter and peas. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Michael, thank you. Michael says hi, Carrie J and As. Hope you all enjoy your Easter this weekend with the fam. I am gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna go be with my with family. some fam now. Yeah. As is taking time away from time with his brother to be yeah. here with us. Um, Chris, okay. I don't know who Chris he's is working. talking about. <laughs> Chris says mental illness is real. Probably he's talking about the Twitter. Chris is a uh, great guy. I got to hang out with him in Orlando, him and his family. Uh, a huge supporter of everybody. So good to see you here, Chris. Twitter's a breathing ground for mental illness. Yeah. And one final one. Thanks for your interview with Kissin. Uh, you're welcome. That's a great one. Anybody who's a dumb dumb like me on Ukraine and Russia, I would suggest listening to that one. Um, I have a couple memes. Can we put some of these up? All I know is Russia's a big country and Ukraine's a small country, so it's not right that a big country should bully a small country. <laughs> Kamala Harris you, you, taught me that. You know what's funny, though? All these uh, gay activists with Ukraine flags in their profile... Ukraine, uh, it's <laughs> gay marriage is illegal. <laughs> and when that teacher, that teacher's whatever it was, and they put the Ukraine flag up the wrong way around, which, yeah. which of course spawned the I stand with blockbuster uh, <laughs> meme. <laughs> <laughs> which is one of the funniest memes I've seen. Wait, this. what is it? <laughs> right. Th there was this teacher's thing, and they were just like, they wanted to do this. Oh, I stand with Ukraine. Yeah. And uh, they'd actually put the Ukraine flag up the wrong way round. It's it's like yellow and blue, and they put it the wrong way round. <laughs> okay. and, and the other way round just so happened to be the blockbuster video colors. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I stand with Ukraine. People put an I stand with blockbuster video, <laughs> which is like I I just thought it's one of the funniest memes I've seen in a long time. Or blockbuster. Poor okay, blockbuster. We're... You should have said that ten years ago, Gary. <laughs> Have you when seen the Blockbuster documentary? Oh, that made me sad. It's kind of uh, sad. Yeah. It's uh, I loved I loved going to my Blockbuster video. They used it. to sit like they'd they'd have video games, and I was a huge video gamer. And of course, when people have been renting and renting and renting, once it got to a certain number of rents, they'd put it out, they'd put it into a bin to sell. So you can, you, you know, yeah. so I just remember just rooting through the bins to see what games they had. Oh, that looks good. Let's buy that. Just How much is that? Two pound ninety nine yeah. sold. Yeah. Uh not not legal, illegal. Yeah, illegal. Illegal. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's illegal. Yeah. yeah. Illegal. That that's what I'm saying. There, there was all these pro-gay activists, and then all of a sudden they have the pride flag and the UK crane flag in their Twitter profile, and you just kind of like Yeah, Look, they don't do that. If Russia invaded Saudi Arabia, they'd be they'd be cheering Saudi Arabia. They would. And we don't even want to know what they do to and we don't well. people over there. Let's yeah. just say the R. Kelly gay people yeah. over there. Uh, I believe you guys I heard of fly. do you know Yasmin Muhammad uh, no. on Twitter? So she tweets a lot. She talks a lot about uh, leaving Islam. And Ooh. and she also That's, uh, 
That's not allowed. Yeah, exactly. She has a, a very interesting story. But she said for a long time she couldn't understand why Western feminists like and the gay community were so... Um, uh, they didn't want to hear her message. They, they kind of opposed her message and couldn't understand it because she's like talking about the actual oppression of of women and gay people in in the extreme form and in, in in some of these some of these islamic countries and she couldn't understand why they're like that and it's like it's that weird cognitive dissonance where they're literally i think they just look at you know people based on what group they're in and then they've assigned all these groups you're either oppressed or you're uh, privileged and so they literally just look at anyone who's muslim and say oppressed so we're on their side no matter what even yeah. if they're doing horrible things in the name of that religion, not going to look at it, not going to touch it at all. So I don't know. She's an interesting follow. If you guys get a chance. Um, yeah, it's, it was interesting because I, um, <laughs> it's going to be a Batwoman story, but um, <laughs> Batwoman hasn't been renewed on the CW. It's a show that I take the Mickey out of when it, when it's on TV, my audience demanded of me. And, um, They've been the writers' room have been hammering to get a renewal, trying to do Twitter campaigns. You know, it's not going anywhere. And then suddenly, uh, last week, <laughs> surprise, surprise, a video emerged of when the the lead actress uh, was doing an interview when she'd found out she'd got the role for for Batwoman or she'd done the first her first season, and she was talking about how. Uh, how she had been the target of racist, racist, racial behavior. And uh, when she was actually saying what she had been targeting, you know, they were saying things like, you shouldn't be Batwoman. And I'm like, well, that's not racist because that's right. actually correct because you're not. You are a character. Uh, you're a tokenized character uh, that has been created. But then she said, and so I was filming this scene and I was in the Batmobile and she and she said, and I was just like, I'm going to do this for my people. And I was just like, you, not every black person thinks <laughs> the same way as you, Javicia. Yeah. But, you know, this is the kind of mentality. It's just this, this, you know, just brushstroke mentality that they have. Uh, and we see it all the time. We, we, we see it you know, particularly on social media all the time, where groups are just uh, assumed or presumed in some people's cases to just have the same ideas as, and ideologies as they do. It's just like, no. Yeah. You know, this is this is not the case. The people are individuals. They have their own likes, dislikes. They might agree with you on some things, disagree with you on other things. But you don't dare ever get to speak on behalf of other people. You know, they speak for themselves. You can only speak for yourself. You can only speak for your situation. Uh, and if you have friends that have been in similar situations, then by all means, bring their stories in. But trying to, to bring everyone, I'm doing this for my people. And then she said, oh, but I just then I realized that it wasn't, it wasn't like up to me to just speak for all the black voices. I'm like, stop it. Stop it. You know, this. you, you can't say this. You're being the racist here. You know, even and, and I don't condone anyone that was attacking her racially based off her skin, her skin of a gun. That's that's terrible. But you know, obviously, a lot of people were kind of criticizing 
this this new character, this this character which is a tokenized character of an already derivative character. Uh, so they were criticizing that, but she's the one who's talking in just basic racial terms, and it's just like uh, that. You're these they're lost. They are lost. Yeah. These people. You need to you need to come into yourself. You need to understand yourself. Because once you understand yourself, then you can start to appreciate and understand others uh, and understand the beauty in differences uh, instead of just trying to be one thinking or assuming you're just one note. You know, it's like the Borg, you know, diversity. It, is I mean, they strength. just think they're bigger than all of us. <sighs> and that's the thing. It's like they need to tell us what we need to believe and do and. Why joke? Kind of a pedestal. When Will Smith slapped Chris Rock, I joked. I said, "Hey, I said tomorrow there'll be articles saying that this is white person's problem fault." And literally the next day, there was articles coming out saying Will Smith slapping Chris Rock is the fault of white is the fault of white supremacy. And you're just like, (laughs) it's so so obvious. It's so obvious now because it's so dumb. It's so dumb and it's so skewed to try and push a narrative that you you now know that the most absurd thing, like everyone in that Oscars room could have been black. The whole room could have been black. Uh, Chris Smith, Chris Will Smith could have got up and sl- slapped Chris Rock and then Jada Pinkett Smith got out a gun and blew six people away and then somebody uh, put a suicide vest on and ran into a crowd. All manner of stuff could have gone on. And then the next day it would have been that's the thought of white supremacy. Yeah. It's so over the top now though that I kind of I kind of appreciate it because I think it's on on the one hand to live in such a dystopia where up is down, down is up, and they're just saying crazy stuff like this. That's that it's a kind of gaslighting. So I know people feel like, well, I see reality and I see what I'm being told, which doesn't, they don't jive, right? And mm-hmm. I know that's disconcerting. But at the same time, I'm I'm almost sometimes I'm grateful it's so over the top and crazy because when people hear that Will Smith slapping Chris Rock is the fault of white supremacy, I think it wakes more people up. You know, like hey, Carrie, can wow. I ask you a question? Did you ever yeah. say any outrageous things like that or believe stuff like that when you oh, were yeah. kind of like in the in their swimming pool? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I said so. I was. Uh, Oh man, you know how they redefine words and and it's important for them and to pronouns. do that. Yes. So at the very beginning <laughs> when I got pulled in, they taught me about I went to an and when I was in college and this is when I started to get pulled into it. Uh I was in Amnesty International and I went to an Amnesty International conference and they had a dismantling racism seminar. And at that seminar I learned that racism equals prejudice plus power. And therefore, it's impossible to be racist towards white people, and uh, and and that you know black people cannot be racist, and and I, same thing for sexism. Sexism is prejudice plus power. It's impossible for for uh, women to be sexist towards men. <laughs> I believed this stuff. I got pulled in. They sold it to me in a great way in redefining those words. And. I went out and preached to people. Have I ever told you guys the story of, of getting held up, which happened pretty soon after this? Uh, uh, no. Okay, so, so this this is how get it, this is one example, an anecdote of how this messes with people. It's not good. I had just been to that training. I was in college, and 
I was, I was with a friend. I, I went to Duke University. There's two campuses. And so off of East Campus, there's a lot of uh, crack. There's, it's not the best neighborhood. Um, West Campus is kind of insulated away from everything. But East Campus is right in the middle of Durham. And we were at a restaurant, my friend and I, at a Mexican restaurant. And we were walking back to campus. It was night. And this guy started approaching us down the, the street. No one else is on the street. This large black guy, he says, from, a, from down the street, he says, I'm going to fuck you up. And my brain was like, so your gut reaction is go the other way. My brain starts doing this thing. Is it my white privilege if I turn and go the other way? Is it like, <laughs> I was really like, I thought you were going to say, I deserve this. I should just keep going forward. <laughs> I did keep going forward. I kept walking towards him while I was thinking about my internalized racism and whether or not if I went the other way. And I cannot believe I, it disabled your gut reaction. Because they're telling you to question everything about well, you mean why your would you be common going the other sense way? reaction? Yes, your common yeah. sense reaction. <laughs> and that guy ended up. He he comes up to us. He starts, ask you know. He says he has a gun. He keeps gesturing to his sweatpants. Going to pull a gun out if you don't give me all your money. I didn't have any money. My friend gave him his money. Then he's like, well, "We're going to walk to the ATM." He was on oh. something. He was on drugs. He was like out of his mind but we start walking with this guy down the dark road and he's talking to me about um he's he's saying all this stuff about you you know you rich college kids and this and you know and i'm i start i had just come from this dismantling racism social justice training and i'm like well i understand that racism is prejudice plus power <laughs> <laughs> i mean i can't remember what i was saying but it was some crazy shit like that that i was like trying to be like but well, i understand and uh, I'm an ally. Yes. I'm an ally. <laughs> Look at my Twitter bio. <laughs> let me show you my black me. square. Yeah, look, look at my BLM t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> and it was a bad situation. We ended up, there was a lot of crazy stuff he said. Like at one point he was like, um, he asked me, if you die tonight, do you think you'll go to heaven or hell? Which scared me. I had never contemplated that. Wow. So distinctly before he also said he liked the way I look and that then I was thinking I hadn't even rape hadn't even entered my mind until he said that. And then he wanted to go get, I didn't have a car. I had a bicycle. He wanted to walk to West campus and get my bicycle. And we got to the main street and these cops, like he had told us not to, not to do anything as we were walking by the cops. But my friend just took off running. It was like slow motion and I'm still standing there with him and like looking. And then I took off running and it was the whole thing. Anyway, that's a long story. The point of it was all of that garbage <laughs> that they're putting into kids' heads. And now I didn't pick it up till college age, but these kids are learning this at a very young age. And and it disables, like you said, your common sense. Wasn't yeah. there a couple that went... So there are a couple or a couple of ladies that went uh, to the Middle East, yes, uh, to kind of show that it was fine and yeah, it was safe. And then they both got killed. Yeah. yeah, it disables your common sense, and people want to say like, "Oh, it's uh, like when I call it cult-like or indoctrination or brainwashing." Some people want to argue with that. I'm like. No, I know brainwashing is is real. I mean, I watch a lot of cult documentaries trying to understand it better. It has a lot to do with redefining words 
so you pull people along gradually into this way of thinking has a lot to do with uh Gossip. enforcing guilt and mm. uh you know sort of a like a religion it, but but different because there's no grace it's just sort of like you're guilty by virtue of your skin color of or who you are yeah sex or whatever exactly yeah, yeah. Uh, can you share uh the link in the private chat <clears throat> speaking of like changing words and this is what's happening oh. here in orlando at the Hello. disney theme parks so disney is removing gender specific pronouns and languages in the parks and so to a lot of people what they've started doing is they got rid of uh before like some of the shows they would always say ladies and gentlemen boys and girls children of all ages they changed that verbiage now they're teaching the cast members or workers to change that verbiage. And they don't say that. They just say, uh, attention, all dreamers. They say stuff like that. And instead of saying, you know, hello, sir, ma'am, boy, girl, they say, hello, friend, hello, dreamer, hello, this. So it's like these small changes. But the the, the issue is, is like, how far they do they push the needle? You know, mm. how far, like, when does it get to, like, the bathroom status? Or it, the yeah. thing the, the thing with Disney and the theme parks, Disney prince and princesses are huge. It's a huge thing. So when do they get to that point in changing? Uh, there's already talk and whispers and rumors and all this stuff that they're trying to change that verbiage as well. Uh, so it's like, you don't call Prince Charming Prince Charming anymore. It's just like, yeah, you call him a rapist. The guy who's charming, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can't even say that. It's just, and so it, it. You start off with these small changes of changing, like you said, the language, and then, then they yeah. just push a little bit more, and then people are like, yeah, I don't like that, but that's okay. And then they push a little bit more, and they're like, yeah, that's a little iffy, but you know, I it is. I get. I see what they're doing. Then they push a little bit more. Basically, the article, uh, it it talks about this. This title always gets me. The uh, Disney diversity and inclusion manager at the theme parks, Vivian. Ware. Fake, fake job. Yeah. yeah. So, it, and yeah, when you scroll down near the bottom, they're just basically saying we want to create magical moments with our cast members and with our guests, and we don't want to just assume because who someone might be in our interpretation. Basically, they don't want to misgender anybody. Number one. So. Uh, maybe presenting as female that may not want to be a princess. So there might be girls that go to the park that want to be a prince or, or whatever. It's like, they're just, but that's the thing. It's like where, so you appease this certain group. Mm -hmm. They're never going to be happy because right now they're fighting Disney. These same people that they're like, look what we're doing. We're moving pronouns. We're doing this. Look what we're doing for you. They're like, that's not good enough. They, they want them to shut down their cruise lines because their cruise lines are going to countries that don't allow gay marriage. So they're like, you got to stop going to all these ports around the world and shut down your cruise line until you go to ports that we approve. Because if you really want to be an ally here, you got to go full. You just can't go yeah. a little bit. So what's going to happen is someone's going to get upset because they're going to do something wrong when the, in trying to change all this verbiage. And then they're going to push the needle a little bit more. Then they're going to push the needle a little bit more. And uh, it it's that that's how it begins. The goalposts get moved just so just just enough to where people will go. Well, that's different, but that's a, that's not terrible. That's and then it just a little it's bit more gradual until it, 
becomes a normal thing. And then once yeah. it's like now it's normalized and we are like, we've been screaming this. We've been screaming this for a while. Hey. Uh, you know, it's either too late or the language has been changed. Yeah. You know, so. You're so right. It's go ahead. Sorry, go on. Well, it starts with redefining words because they have to change the way we think about things. And, and the way you do that is with language. If you want to control people, you control their words. You control what words, how they define them. You come up with new words and, and that really limits. It's like a rat in a maze. My brain, the, the maze became one straight line. <laughs> like every path was cut off, sort of, if that makes sense. Sort of like, uh, well, you can't say this word. You can't say this word. Yeah. Well, this word actually means this. And it's all leading you down this one ideology. And, and that's exactly what they're doing. That picture, Jay, and that article of Mickey and Minnie Mouse. I mean, my first question is how long until they get rid of these gendered characters even? It's like, really oh, sad for someone that loves the theme parks that covers them for a job. Uh, I mean, I haven't been back to Disney since they started this, but I mean, eventually I'll have to go and, and figure something out. But I will say this though, the other, the other parks that are in competition are watching and learning Mm-hmm. And not doing this and actually poking fun of it. And they're seeing their sales start to go up. Yes. Uh, so we're watching how all this is like working, especially here in Orlando, because at the end of the day, Walt Disney World in Orlando is the most visited. I don't know what you call it. Most visited uh, park in the entire world. More people visit from international, local Walt Disney World, Magic Kingdom in Orlando than any place in the world. Which is sad because Pete, there's so many beautiful places that you could go see than a crowded theme park <laughs> with 10 rides, you know, in a castle. But that's overpriced. Uh, I, but there's so many things you could do around the world that you could see that are that are just as it's beautiful and places you could go. So hmm. but it, see what it's- happens. We'll see what happens. The theme parks are still packed. I mean, uh, but what we're seeing now are people they're doing these exit polls people that have like been in lockdown for years and now they're like well we're gonna go to disney it's in florida florida's pretty free we don't have any mandates here and you know so Mm -hmm. they travel to florida and and then when they're leaving the exit polls it's like an 80 percent uh i'm not coming back to disney i'll go somewhere else after they've spent the day there so it's like the bubble will pop eventually the bubble's gonna pop eventually. So uh, amongst the the regulars, because I, I, listen, for thirty plus years, Disney has done a great job in marketing. Come to Disney World, you know. Even after the Super Bowl, they they took the MVP, they got that commercial out. Tom Brady, you just won a Super Bowl. What are you gonna do next? I'm going to Disney World. Like, they That's just- a lie, Tom. You went and got pissed. That's <laughs> what you did. You got very very drunk. <laughs> But it's just it's they did an incredible job. So like people that want to go somewhere, they go there. Um, but but now they're starting to see stuff. It, it's a slow, you know, and the protest happening in California is shocking because that's the first time, at least as far as my knowledge, I've asked around. I've called. I have friends that work there. I'm like, has have, has Disney, Disney ever been protested, especially in a state like California? See, us Florida people think California. California people are crazy. Like mm-hmm. the governor and everything. It's like you guys want all that stuff. You guys want all this woke stuff. Hollywood's there. And yet they're coming out and protesting Disney. 
Um, so which is in California, which is that's I, I, incredible, I shocking. So yeah, because I, yeah. it's because right, this pronoun shit, this gender shit, kids don't give a fuck about because all of this stuff is to pander to a very tiny, minuscule ideology. Mm. Kids go, kids, girls, little girls go to Disneyland to be a Disney princess. Boys who go there, they go there because they want to be Prince Charming or they want to see, you know, whatever rise they've got. But they, they are very specific because kids think in those very specific attitudes. And this mm. is why this whole uh, grooming, Disney grooming business is so disgusting and distasteful. And when their employees were recently caught trafficking children, mm -hmm. uh, were they trafficking boys and girls? Yes. Were they trafficking they-thems? Were they trafficking howdy partners, howdy dreamers? No. They were targeting boys and girls. That's what they were targeting. This this, this gendered speech, this, this change, it's control of language and it's crazy. It's it's how many times are we now being told in today's society to not believe what we can see? Oh, we know that you just saw this, but that's not what happened. This is actually what happened. No, it's not. Start believing in yourself again. Start understanding what you're seeing again. Because this 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 thing with Disney right now and this gender change and and it's happened in I think it's the um like the London Underground or the London Bus Service or something, they've, they've stopped saying ladies and gentlemen when they're uh, doing yeah. an announcement uh, because it's gendered language. If you, even if, like, let's say you identify uh, as, I don't give a shit. Let's say you identify as a they, them. You, don't, you know, I don't put a, a male or female labor on, uh, label on me. Okay, let's just say that for argument's sake. And the norm, right? Because do you know there's a there's a reason why we th call things normal and abnormal, mm -hmm. because normal means the vast majority, and yep. the vast majority of people, ninety nine point something on percent, most likely, uh, identifies male or female. That's how we identify. And then the minuscule is the abnormal. That's not normal, and they're trying to turn the abnormal into normality. No. I can I can understand why you might want to change your pronoun if that is how you're so inclined to do, but it's not the norm, and it will never be the norm. And 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 when you uh, when you're trying to take that away, when you, when you're trying to to remove that normal aspect, you're literally catering to what is specifically somebody who, if I if I identified as a they them and I was in a a place and they went, ladies and gentlemen. So what? So what? That's the norm. Yeah. That's the fucking norm. Yeah. So so if you're if you're so secure with who you think you are, so fucking what? It's the norm. It's the vast mass majority. Well, why should we just cater to the vast majority? Why can't we cater to everybody? Because half of the people, well, I would probably say 90 plus percent of these people, it's all fabric, it's all fabricated. It's all socially done to feel accepted. It's all socially done to feel important. It's all socially done to feed narcissism. It's all socially done to be a snowflake. It's it's not organic. It's not natural. It's fake and it's phony. And we're now catering to fake and phony. Piss off. 
Yeah. You know, people people who demand, I demand that you call me this pronoun, piss off. You don't demand anything of me. Yeah. You know, if I know you as a friend, if if like Carrie, let's just say you said, hey, as I, I actually want to be identified as a they then now, and I, I would prefer it if you call me they then pronouns. I'm, I'm probably slip now and again. I'll probably call, you know, she, her. I'll probably do that just, just through years and years and years of speaking well, properly. And, be and because of your eyes, I wouldn't, by the way. I'm never using they, them. I won't. I don't care if it's a good friend it, because I think it's a desecration of, of the English language, a purposeful desecration of the language. I will use the cross sex pronouns if you want me to, and you're a friend and I respect you. Um, but I'm not going to use they, them, and I'm not going to use made up Z's or me, Mers, me's like, no, you're not that to me. That's what you're talking about. The narcissism. That's where it's like, you know, the whole of existence and what we see to be true in biology that there are two sexes and mm -hmm. all of language is is wrong and i need to change all of that for my special i need you mm. to validate my special mm. uh made up pronoun some mer. freak with weird like, colored no. hair and stuff everywhere on tiktok told me i need to deal with them no mm. fuck off it's also control what i find interesting about the pronoun thing is they also want to it's it's about control of your language even when they're not there because the most of the time when you're using someone's pronoun in the third person you're not talking to them and i had a friend uh, a couple years ago when i was working down in austin her uh her her niece decided to uh, that 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 she was they them that she came out as non-binary and so she ca started calling her nie niece few like nephew and niece niece few her niece few uh, uh, they, them. And so we were talking about her niece one day and, and I said, well, something had happened. And I was like, well, what did she say? And, and my friend, she wasn't there. And my friend corrects me and says, what did they say? And I'm like, mm, no, <laughs> I can't, I can't do that. Like, that's okay. You can, I'm not going to be upset that you're calling her they, but you know, shouldn't be upset that I'm calling her, her in my opinion. And in, in 10 years time, 99% of these people could be married with kids. Yeah. Married kids, her. It's, you know, this is, this is, this is the new social phase uh, that people, and, it, and because we are living in generation narcissist and because we are living in a generation snowflake and we are living in generation control, that's what, that's what's being done here. I, I did a, a review on the third episode of Moon Knight the other day, a couple of days ago. And uh, there's a part in it, because there's one body, which is uh, Oscar Isaac's body, and then inside there's like different personalities inhabiting him. Mark Spector's one, uh, Stephen Grant's another, and then they've got this uh, Egyptian god uh, who's uh, who's in there as well. Maybe more. And there's one point in the episode where he, he's seeking a council with these Egyptian gods who have all got human avatars as forms. And uh, they said, oh, we're going to, uh, we want to ask Mark Spector how he feels about this situation with, with the god being in him and all this sort of thing. And it, so they allowed his voice to speak. And it's like, oh, I'm, I'm not doing okay. I'm not doing okay. And each 
like Mark has been the personality which has been the dominant male personality. And the chap called Stephen, who they didn't call upon, has been like the beta one who's been like, oh, God, I'm subset, you know, oh, God, just, oh, what should I do? So it didn't actually make any sense for Mark to be like, oh, I'm not okay. Now. So I just went in the, in the thing. I was just like, it's stupid. It's like, oh, I'm not okay. I'm not okay. Oh, oh woe is me. And then I got some, some guy who, who cut that bit out of the video and tweeted that not just some guy, but just some guy on the, just oh. the, yeah, yeah. Uh, some bloke <laughs> on the YouTube, uh, some bloke on the interwebs, like cut that bit out and they posted it to me at Twitter. And they, is this you bigot? Oh, and it was like, and then there was talking, then other, like a couple of other flipping weirdos joined in. And then we're like, uh, this is something like dip. This is like, you know, or pip or something like that. This is a real thing. This is not something funny. I have to say, I wrote out about 10 different sponsors and deleted every, like when I say deleted everyone, wrote it out, discarded, wrote it out, discarded. Because even though I had all these like savage comebacks to them, Mm-hmm. I ended up saying to myself, do you know what? Don't deserve a reply because I don't care. No. I do no. not care what you think. Therefore, instead of even taking the time out to savage you, I will just not even acknowledge you now. Yeah. And it, and it's so funny. It's just like such a victim uh mentality that that is is going around now. If you if you talk about this, then somebody's going to jump on your back about this. You you say, I like red. People are going to start screaming at you, why don't you like blue? That's not what I said. I just said that I like red. I didn't bring blue into it. doesn't matter. This It's this so, again, it's Twitter and it's social media and it's designed for argument. It's designed to get you tearing each other apart. It's designed to get you divisive. And the more genders you add, and the more sexes you add, and the more pronouns you add, then as we've seen in recent times, they'll start turning on each other. Yeah. And then you have people who try to pander to that, like Ethan Klein, for example, with H3H3. Then what's he do on his podcast? He makes a top or bottom joke to a gay person. And then so he starts getting calls from his audience going, I such a stereotype, you're stereotyping gays. And and so he's then he's like biting back at his audience, going, "Well, you know, if you can't take a joke," and he's just like, "No, no, no, no! Yeah. You're playing their game. You're yep. pandering to them." And then and then as Jordan Peterson said himself, he said, "You will do, one day you will do something wrong, yes. and they will tear you down, and 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 you you know and all this." And he was exactly right because they tried a few months ago. Remember, to, I think January to bait. Jordan Peterson into coming back onto the podcast by insulting him, trying to get reaction from him, and all this type of business. And it's just like, you, so you play silly games, you win silly prizes. Yeah. And this is why never, never play their game, never pander to them, never, never acknowledge what they want to be referred to, whatever. If it comes within a social constructed, accepted norm that we have done for generations upon generations, fine. But if you want me to start playing your silly little new games, fuck off. I ain't interested. You play them. You have yeah. your own little happy little corner. You play them. It's not hurting me. I don't care. But the moment you turn to me and you say, call me this, acknowledge me that, I am a this, I am a that. No, 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 no. I'm not in your game. Yeah. I'm not in <laughs> that's your game. The way, that's the way you have to think of it. It is like a game. 
And sometimes I've said to them, not playing the game, or I don't play that game, or magic words. They're so used to these, all these different words that they have. And I used to use those words, white privilege, male privilege. It's like a Batman smoke pellet. They drop it and then, aha, you know, it's worked on you. We stop conversation now because I've I've put I've introduced your privilege into the conversation. Like that doesn't work on me. Or they call great, you names, you know. Uh it's great couple of lines in Marvel Infinity War, which you can actually use to in the pronoun game, where Spider-Man meets Doctor Strange for the set for the first time, and they're and they're introducing each other. And he says, uh uh, hi, hi, hi! I'm Sp uh, I'm Peter Parker, and Doctor Strange turns around and goes, "I'm Doctor Strange," and he says, "Oh, sorry, I didn't realize we we're me using our made-up names. I'm Spider-Man," and I'm yeah. like, "Boom! There you go. That's today. <laughs> that is today. We're using our made-up names." Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Aww. Also, I see a lot of people in the chat talking about. All the good people in California, I, I realized that I was just trying to give a perspective of what Florida people see coming out of California. I, I do plan on I, I'm I am going to California. I'm gonna do like a little West Coast tour. So it's all in the works real soon. So I hope to meet all you guys. You're gonna be around. Cheeky Cheeky. Mare. <laughs> you guys know her? Cheeky Mare is in Cheeky the fiber Mare. arts community. She does mm. cross stitching. She says, uh, "You won't use my pronoun." Fuck you, fuck yourself. <laughs> uh, the I, majority... I, I won't play. I won't do anything that requires me to fill in pronouns. Oh, the doctor's office does it now. Here, let me read this, and I'll get it off your face. The majority mm. of California doesn't necessarily vote for woke ideology. There are a ton of yeah. low information voters out here and deceptive politicians that make promises that fools the majority of people. Thanks, sir. Sounds like any standard politician. <laughs> Let's see. Still waiting on them student loans to be canceled there, Mr. President. <laughs> Dude, the guy's shaking hands with invisible people. Leave him alone. <laughs> He's going to cut student loans. I haven't touched that one yet. Dude, he couldn't cut a piece of bread. <laughs> Pirate, if you want to put some more up, I don't know if I can scroll back that far, but feel free, sir. Oh, there we go. Jesse Kelly is in the news via the Daily Mail. Lauren Boebert gets Hottest Woman in Congress Award, wins certificate with her name misspelled in a partially used Red Lobster gift card worth <laughs> $27.3. <laughs> I'll take that gift card. <laughs> I've never uh, had lobster. I've never had lobster, though. Really? Really? Never. never? Lobster. No. Oh, do you like seafood? And if you, hmm. I love seafood. I love it. You would love lobster. Love prawns. Love shrimp. Love all that. You know, tuna. You ever make it to Orlando? They fish. have the Boston Lobster Feast. All you can eat oh, lobster wow. tails. Let's take. I'll take you there, buddy. Uh, like that'll be it. That'll be the greatest video ever. If you come to Texas, I'll take you to a crawfish festival. Oh, They're like tiny lobsters. Hmm. Someone in the chat says, does drunk people have dwarfism? I don't know why I get that. I'm six <laughs> foot four. It's just camera angles. It's just camera. I get that all the time. It's hey. just camera angles, man. <laughs> to Az's point, in the Witcher books, there's the most beautiful brotherly friendship between Geralt and Jaskier. 
totally Geralt and yes yeah Jessica uh, Dandelion yeah uh Zathras thank you uh binary bard they really like to use the word normalize for things to justify why things need to change the thing we need to normalize is frivolity yes i agree well, yeah but Norm they, they were they're contradicting themselves because saying we want to normalize the abnormal yeah and they also attach a, it's it they attach a moral value to being normal like you were saying normal just means the majority in the, in the majority yes but they try and uh they try and play on people's emotions by by pretending that 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 somehow to to not be normal is like a bad thing. That's because thing. it's all fifis with them. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's all you're hurting my fifis. Yeah. Why don't you, as we say in the UK, buck up? <laughs> we you know what privilege is? Privilege is being able to call yourself what you want, how you want, scream it around the world, and have no repercussions whatsoever. And not get kicked off Twitter like these two. Or not get thrown off a roof in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Not get I... murdered while backpacking around the world. If they care so much about that agenda, why are they cutting out scenes? <laughs> why are they cutting out scenes of their movies? And not well, I mean, it? Warner Brothers, they cut out, they're cutting out yeah. the uh, the gay talk, as they say, in the uh, next uh, next Fantastic Beasts movie. Where Dumbledore basically, I don't, I don't watch Harry Potter, folks. So I, I, I'm gonna butcher some shit, and people are gonna kill me for it. I don't care. <laughs> but Dumbledore's speaking to, I'm just gonna say, Mass Mickelson, and uh, he basically says something like, "I loved you, or we loved each other once, or something like that." Basically saying that they're getting the, you know, the big gay on them. Good for them. But uh, you know, Warner Brothers, who will, who, in March of this year were screaming from the rooftops. And mm -hmm. I say screaming because it was going all around. They were posting it all around Twitter how they were already preparing for Pride Month with the comics. Here's all the Pride Month's covers. Superman sucks dick. Robin, he's sucking cock. And because the, the change of the... And they, they were putting all these covers <laughs> up of all these things now. You know, see Wonder Woman, eat mange. Coming Pride Month. And uh, so they did that, a great virtue signal. Pride Month when? June, July. I don't know, it's 24 fucking 7, 360 nowadays. But uh, they, they were doing that. One month later, oh, we're going we're gonna to cut out that, that, little, yeah. that little line of gay dialogue from China's release. Because China said, yeah. no. Yeah. And Look how powerful the word no is, folks. Exactly. When you say it. And it's uh, we not would a like kiss. to have our movie in your country to make us <laughs> lots of money. Fine, take out the gay shit because that's what China is basically saying. Yeah. Uh, okay, yes, China. And again, Anything like, you say, China. It's not a kiss. It's not a hug. It's not a touch. Nope. It's just that's why I love we, you. We, that's yeah, all we love you because I loved you. This is why I loved you. Or this is why this we love you. Why I loved you. That's it. And they fall in lockstep, but then they're out protesting. They've got they're at oh, Disney. Pride changing. Month, they're going to be everywhere. Yeah. Avatars changed, uh, banners changed, flags everywhere. Trans this, purple, red, boom, bam, boom. We're going to be besieged. Everyone's going to get called bigger and homophobe for thirty days. It's going to be fantastic. But you're a massive hypocrite. Yeah, they're pressuring you don't Disney. Care at all. They're pressuring Disney to get in the fight in Florida with the 
the bill to keep you know teachers from from doing instruction on sexual orientation from to kindergartners through third grade they're they're massively upset about that and they and they feel like they they ultimately pressured disney into making a statement you know but they don't care like you said i'm so happy you pointed that out because i forget about that that they edit their movies for china happily yeah. just like just, disney edited out yeah the gay kiss from the rise Star of skywalker yeah. between the two ladies they edited it out for it wasn't China, but they edited it out for multiple other countries. Yep. Who uh didn't want that sort of thing being shown. Absolutely. We'll do that so we can have our movie make money. They don't care. Yeah, they all don't of care. it is a charade. It's all a charade. They don't care. They don't care if you're black, white, straight, gay, this, that. Every pronoun, they don't care. I don't, you know, I, I really kind of don't understand half the time what the game plan is. Because the, the more division that you are creating, the more people you will lose. Just like the whole Star Wars business, the tighter, the more systems yeah. you squeak, the more that will slip through your fingers. And they want to pander to everyone and they're ending up starting to alienate many in the process because i don't care if you're gay i don't care you know if you want to call yourself this or that pronoun it doesn't live your life affect me yeah it doesn't affect me or hurt me but when i get screamed and shouted out on social media when i get branded this or that by corporations for not doing this or that to their moral standards all you're doing is you're building resentment you're not bringing people to your cause. You're actually creating more people to be resentful of them. Yeah. And you are, they themselves are building the next generation of, of literal bigots because people will just start to get numb to it all. And, so, and, and when the corporations that scream and shout it show more and more hypocrisy, as they have done with cinema, as they have done with, uh, you know, comics, et cetera, et cetera. You know, many, many other things, of course. But when they start, to, when you could just see that big, when that hypocrisy wide open to you, yeah. who are you to talk to me? And this, and this whole don't say gay business, and the fact that they keep on saying don't say gay to me shows how disingenuous these people are. Because if you're saying, don't say gay, then you either haven't read the bill, and even I, as a Brit, have read this segment about sexuality. Not all of it. I haven't read the whole bill. Not going to pretend to. Not going to lie. But I've read the bit about sexuality, and it talks, and it just says sexuality. doesn't say homosexuality. doesn't say heterosexuality. It says sexuality because it's referring to all sexuality. Because even as a heterosexual, why are you talking to a child who's five yes. to eight years old about sex? Exactly. Yeah. It doesn't even, it, it, the homosexuality doesn't even factor in in that case. You know, no, why? You shouldn't be. If, if you are, I mean, and we're talking because this, of course, is done without parental consent in private. That just says to me, there's a huge problem. Yeah. Massive most of them, when I was five years old, they, I'm playing bloody cars. Most of them Hello. haven't read it. They're just, they're just, uh, 
they're going along. We talked about earlier when you're in that echo chamber and you only get certain news, you only get the approved news. And, and so you're seeing all these people talk about how Elon Musk buying Twitter is going to be the end of the world. And you're seeing, oh my gosh, evil Republicans are pushing it. Don't say gay bill. Ah, and they just buy this stuff and believe it. And Pat Oswalt, comedian, he, he bought this stuff. He was posting about it. You know, he hadn't read the bill. You can tell. He's a moron. I asked him if he'd read it. Yeah, he, he blocked me, but um, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna rush through. Pirates texting me saying, "Let's can we rush through a few of super chats? I don't know if yeah, we'll yeah, get yeah, them all, yeah. but I'm gonna throw a few up there." Pirate Queen, glad to catch you live with As and Drunk 3PO. Hollywood has no originality and can't do anything without a committee. Yes. Yeah. Hey, true. you just hit one thousand people watching. Yeah, look at you. Oh my Thank gosh. You, As. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, As and Drunk 3PO. This is my. That's a record for this channel. That's awesome. Oh man, as brings people, man. Uh, Zaz, Zaz, uh I only bring Zaz. they them's. <laughs> <laughs> no, he brings people with his man spreading power. You and my man That's spreading it economy. That's economy. right. His man spreading economy has brought over a thousand people here. It's I'm unbelievable. A can, you, can you man spread on some other things to make the business grow? <laughs> oh, I might weed a little bit. <laughs> Carrie, come to Hamburg off the beaten path. Cool music city. Uh, Nina Infinity gives us a hundred me money Mexican dollars. <laughs> <laughs> why, is she, why is she tipping Monopoly money? Weird. <laughs> she Weird. says, "Hey, there is a good news network. I'm making it. Also, men can be friends without being gay. I'm pretty sure your guests love each other, and it's only brotherly love." Yeah, you guys go check out Nina Infinity's got a Friday show called Infinite Hope, which That's is so stuff. much fun. I got to be on it once, and we just looked at fun news stories and animal pictures, and it's a real fun. Yeah, it just picks you up. No, I thought you said anal pictures. Animal pictures. Oh, it's an anal. <laughs> it's a real picker up. I know what you said at the beginning of the stream, Carrie, but I mean, this is getting <laughs> ridiculous now. Yeah. This, is, this is one of the, my frequent Hello. dogs sitting guests, by the way. This is Teddy. Wow, like Teddy little... is cute. Yeah, yeah. He's. Uh, I made a song for him. I'm not going to sing it, but, uh, <laughs> but I saw your cat earlier. People were commenting. Yes, and she got a treat. By the way, everyone who was saying, give her a treat, she got a treat. I'm not allowed to have an animal. Why not? I travel too much. Uh, yeah. Oh, well, didn't well, you kill a cat as well? I didn't kill a cat. <laughs> it's a rumor. <laughs> so, that's what Twitter does to people like me. They say I killed cats. Terrible. <laughs> I saw someone in the chat earlier. I'm sure I can't find it now, but they said, um, are we going to go a whole stream without mentioning Canada Bear? Oh, God. And we don't have to. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I've been off Thank the grid God, for two days. Does, As doesn't know what that is. <laughs> I saw that really weird vi video from Seattle. But uh, uh, no Canada bear. It's it's a it's just a meme of me wearing a bear costume and <laughs> it just went crazy. And now there's shirts being made. Look at the chat. Canada bear. Wow. And, uh, yeah. It just went a little crazy. I blame Jeremy, uh, but. You know, it is what it is. 
it's pretty cute, I have to say. Appreciate I saw it. The, I saw the meme. Someone paid me five hundred dollars to put that thing on, so I was like, "All right, <laughs> Rawr, Canada Bear." There you go. It was a. It's like a one of those. I it's have a one onesie. Those, like a onesie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Somebody sent me okay. a. Krista from Canada sent me a onesie bear that said Canada on it uh, for Christmas, and I was like, "This thing doesn't fit," and she's like. If it doesn't fit, I was like, I promise it doesn't fit. I'm not a dwarf. I'm a big person. So I I uh I put it on in that three seconds that I had it on, they've clipped it and made it into something big. So, you know. Because it's super cute. Okay. <laughs> okay, pirate. Are we gonna do more? Or okay, visiting wife's family in June. This is from Jester of Roanoke. And not looking forward to dealing with my niece and nephew who are transitioning. Oh, both of them. Concerned for my kids being around that. Can I just mm. plug someone quickly? I saw him on Twitter. Um, God bless him again today, raising Kane in a good way. Uh, Billboard Chris, who, if you guys don't know him, he's amazing. He's a father from Canada. He just, he quit his job. He travels around North America wearing billboards that say, you know, children cannot consent to puberty blockers. And he no. just stands on street corners and tries to have conversations. He goes to college campuses and he's a great follow for some of this stuff. And he, he's talking about, I heard him say in a clip today, if there's a 4,000% increase in these kids now who are saying they're trans. That's it's like an epidemic. No, it's they're, like a, they're, they're being told they are. Yeah. Um, Wait, do you guys remember where uh, I'm probably a little older than both of you but, uh, back when. Oh, I don't think so. Oh. <laughs> no, I well, really don't think so. <laughs> Just because I look beautiful <laughs> doesn't get away from the fact that I'm an old fogey. I'm an old fogey and an even older fogey at heart. But when uh, in the 90s, do you guys remember there was this this social contagion where all of a sudden anorexia, eating disorders just exploded? Yes. And it makes me think of that where you take something that's affecting a very small fraction of one percentage of the population. Like you said, not normal, very small number of people who have to deal with it. And now we're telling kids all about it. This is this thing. And it just spreads through, through Tumblr and in social circles. And, and now suddenly everyone is like that person says their niece and nephew. It's statistically almost impossible yeah unless you were taught that that's what you are you would yeah unless you were told wait till unless the uh taught. thing swings back and it's like it's cool to be a conservative like wow 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 <laughs> yeah. david harvey thanks for the hundred bucks sorry as i can't understand they then I live in a world with just he or she as an option i missed the notification for the stream wonderful to hear these brilliant voices on one stream plus you all Look Thank at you, David? that avatar. David is awesome, man. Welcome to Rebellion, dude. David's awesome. Late Art gives us uh, 249 checkaroonies. Checkaroonies. Uh, as is nice in the eyes, he brings the viewers. Happy I'm Easter, a piece guys. of meat. <laughs> you, you're not I'm here to be easy of, in the eyes. I am a, yeah, I, no, I am. I am a, no, no, no. I, I'm completely reversed. I'm a piece of meat to be objectified by whoever wants to. I see you pretty easy on the eyes. You're you're comfortable with it. Made him laugh there. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
No, I'm, I'm just I'm just going against the I'm not here to be easy on. No, okay. Uh, if if you want to be if you want to be that person, I'll be the person who goes. I don't care. Objectify the shit out of me. I don't give a shit. Again, yeah. Well, does it hurt me? Meat, right? No. Does it does it affect anything? No. Uh, this is why this is the whole G four fake. Yeah. The fake. Um, oh, people in the chat saying that I'm not as bangable as the previous host. Mm. One of this this whole sexism and gaming bullshit, which was just a cover up for them not being able to do their jobs. But um, so when they, she said, you know, these people didn't exist to be easy on the eye for you. That's actually incorrect. Mm -hmm. They were hired very specifically to be easy on the eye for people to bring people in because you know once upon a time. Uh, proper marketers understood their audience and they knew what people wanted and they knew what the value of their audience was and who their audience was. And so, yeah, they catered, they, they catered to that audience. So gaming, it's vastly majority guys. It still is. If you want to bring mobile gaming in and little, you know, silly game, then yeah, you're going to get a raise in females. But the vast majority still a game is a male orientated. And they don't, they, you know, they try and pretend it's not. They try and pretend they just, they use this uh, survey from Facebook, which was done a long time ago, which was got completely skewed data that more women are involved. But no, once upon a time, people understood their audiences. And uh, and G4 had, you know, Olivia Munn and some very pretty women. And Rupio's frozen. Oh, I think he was playing. They're firing I was, women I was now. Taking it all in for being easy on the eyes. Uh, Formula One, they they fired all their Formula One girls. It's like they put those girls out of a job because they're like, ah, uh, they're. But do you know who didn't want to be fired? The Formula One girls, exactly. Who 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 were very annoyed because they said we got to travel around the world, we got to meet wonderful people. It was a you know it's a great gig. It, you know, and all this kind of stuff. And they were the ones who weren't happy. Who were the ones who got it dismissed? Blue-haired land whales. They were the, they're the ones who kicked up the fuss. They're the ones who kicked up, this is sexist. This is demeaning. No, do you know, do you know who gets to say if it's demeaning? The women who are being employed. Mm. Yes. They get to say if it's demeaning. And if they say, no, I'm very happy doing this, you know, I'm actually proud of my body. You know, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm okay to hold up an umbrella to block the sun from a Formula One driver before they go out. I'm happy to walk around the ring in a bikini with round six, whatever it may be. That's the person's decision, not society's decision to make. Right. I think that's society awesome. won't be happy until we get an ass plushie. Is that going to happen? There's this, yeah. Awesome. It's happening. <laughs> I need one Hot that sits. That you need one like this. My friend just sent me this. It sits on the shelf. <laughs> it's just like a little ads. That well, I'm there. sat on the shelf right there. <laughs> I'm what? sleeping on the couch right there. Yeah, that's, my, <laughs> that's my action figure. Yeah, me yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are that real? Can we see that? It's real. Andy Masterson made them for us. Yeah. Oh, I saw the one. Uh, Chrissy showed me the one he made of Hunter. That's the guy that made the Hunter Biden one, right? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Are you kidding me? My That's... meme where I fell asleep in Vegas. right before. When I, my only time I was supposed to be on Friday night. <laughs> and I go to the studio and, and 
Gary turns around and gives me like the one minute like like thing, and I was like, yeah, no problem. But I had been out like running through Vegas with no sleep for like two drunk. days. So I just I just laid down on the couch and I fell asleep. And if so, and someone took my picture and it became the meme of the year last year. I was sleeping. So That's I literally went on fantastic. Friday night tights. Like I'm glad to be here. And they just showed all the memes that were made already. I was like, man, that was fast. And then I was done. <laughs> my appearance was over. I was like, glad to be an assistant. <laughs> that was great. That's fantastic. That, was so great. that guy yeah, is yeah, so yeah. talented. I've seen so. I I've know seen it's freaking now. awesome. Oh, I love it. Uh, I mean, even down to like the Goonies pillow, like like that's. Yeah, because yeah. I have a Goonies tattoo, so it, you know. Can I show you? Um, we, we didn't go through all the memes, which we don't have to because we're running out of time. I know you guys have Friday Night Tights. Don't you have Friday Night Tights? Both of you? I do. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, you I'm do. Yeah. I'm on. I'm okay. in a limited capacity tonight, but I will be there okay. for a couple of hours. Um, I'm going to let you go. I just wanted to show you this. I did have one special British meme. That's oh. an oldie but goodie. It, can you find that one, Pirate? This was when Brexit oh. happened. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. That's great. Spill my tea. I don't know why that cracks me up so much. It's just it's good. The, I mean, I could see the screaming lady and any number.